9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to yet another episode of Go Quarantine Yourself, which is kind of our holding pattern podcast for Go Plug Yourself while we're still in lockdown and quarantine as the province of Quebec is still shut down. We're staying safe, staying indoors, uh, keeping safe from COVID-19. On this week's episode, Walter, Chris, and I kind of get on the show and, and let things go where they go so that means we run through the golden globes we talk about some marvel movies we talk about uh cancel culture and comedians specifically and how they very rich comedians are afraid of being canceled but they're not gonna get canceled they're very rich comedians um if you enjoy the show obviously uh like subscribe tell your friends about it share the links that we, we post around about it and also uh, maybe take a look uh chris has a uh, video series coming out lately uh where he's uh ha- giving bringing panettone to uh some very funny people in montreal and then talking about delicious panettone uh related stuff with them so go check that out if you can uh sit back relax and uh stay indoors and quarantine yourself go quarantine yourself Two, one, hit it. go plug yourself you plug another plug go plug yourself things fucking dog shit from like day one like like elitist bullshit crap like it, it's just like robin what? williams always said that the golden globes were were there so the hollywood foreign press could like get a free like brunch and yeah and yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 and moves with all the famous actors and actresses and directors you get a free brunch oh nano nano yeah, that's like not even a. I don't even think that's that's a bit. Like they. No, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> he won the Cecil B. DeMille Award there, the Life Achievement Award, which mm-hmm. uh, which obviously Walter was in the running for this year, but we're hoping for next year that he'll get next the year. Way. Next, next year, the, either the Cecil B. DeMille Award or the uh, the, the Mark Twain Award. <laughs> the Mark Twain Humor Award? No, yeah, that's a couple of years away, Bubba. That's in your fifties. That's in your fifties. What, the... what do they give? What do they give every year at the Lincoln Center? What's that thing? That they, they that's do the Kennedy year? Center Honors. Yeah, I want one of those too. Yeah, but the Mark Twain ones for writing. You gotta gotta publish there, buddy. <laughs> buddy, hey, I no, 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 no. Mark Twain. Listen, 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 listen. I mean, you gotta well, publish. Right. Walter J. I, Ling and I had a weekly uh, humor column in the Suburban, bro. What are we talking about? You, you need a book, a book of top thirty-eight. <laughs> You know how easy I could write that by the, by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, I could write. It's half done. <laughs> it, okay, the Mark Twain Award is is handed out at the Kennedy Centers for the Performing Arts, so the Kennedy Center Awards, mm-hmm. which are televised. Um, Richard A Pryor, top thirty eight book would be fabulous. <laughs> Richard Pryor, David Letterman, and most recently Dave Chappelle have won the Mark Twain Award for humor. You do not have to be published, Keith. Really, I thought I was writing. Pulled thing. that shit out of your ass. I did. I'm not um, it's a humor. It's a so it's comedians. So Eddie Murphy's won it. Steve Martin's won it. Bill Murray's won it. Uh, it's, it's male comedians. So it's, to be clear, uh, it's, didn't it's what's her name? I thought Tina Fey won it. Tina Fey's won it. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so her... male comedians. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, I, I remember that was Richard Pryor won the first one in 1998. Um, That's so weird. Jonathan, to... Jonathan Winters won it. Whoopi Goldberg's won it. Lily Tomlin, Lauren oh. Michaels, Canadian. 
I would have thought that it was like an older award to be named after Mark Twain. Like we had like, like, you know what I mean? Like if it's like, if it was a one from the, if it was an award from the nineties, you think they would have named it after like a, like a, a Rickles or like a Skelton or something like, like an old time. You can meet Charlie Chaplin award even like they why, haven't why? had a winner since 2019. Uh, they haven't given them out since 2019. But because of pandemic or I'm guessing like, it's because of COVID, you know, COVID's killing the supply chain. It's killing the award season. COVID's yeah. killing everything. Yeah. But I was watching the other day, I guess, because like the Golden Globes were like trending again. Uh, but just the uh, all of those Ricky Gervais, just complete shit shows of hosting, which were amazing. They were funny. They were pretty I'm good. not even so I'm not even a huge Ricky Gervais fan. But the cringe, the cringe factor was fucking insane. Yeah. And they, they brought him back for so many of them. Exactly. That's it. Four in total. It was like him. It was four times for him and like three times for Amy and Tina. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I love like that there like are by the other people who could do this. By the end of it though, where he just like show like he often would come out with the pint and like kind of degenerate through the show, but like by his fifth time or whatever it is, he just showed up with the pint, no tie. Yeah. Like that was the opening monologue. Like he was already yeah. like he's, a guy, he's like I don't like any. Can you blame him? Can you blame him? No, I mean I don't even like Ricky either, but like I can't blame him for not liking any of them. Yeah, that's like that's like gigs. That's like some of those gigs I've done, Chris, where like I show up with like no respect for like the fucking Booker audience or any of the other comics on the show, and then afterwards like. We, had, we 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 question. It's like, oh, I wonder why I was so belligerent during that show, and like, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was such a fucking asshole to everyone. And then at that point, I usually like, let's just get you home, bud. Let's go home. Let's just get you home. But like, not not even a joke, but the Gervais thing, or just like about the, the the Hollywood Foreign Press, just being like, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. None of this matters. No. This doesn't matter. Just like repeating again and again. Who cares? <laughs> this doesn't matter. Uh, I was a big mark for the uh, the Oscars when I was. Kid. And like, I love them. Yeah, same. Huge mark for the eye. And like, we'd watch it as a family, kind of, you know, as until my dad got progressively more and more bitter every year. And like, you know, could barely watch anything without just like screaming. But like, did he, was it because he like knew, had seen all the films and didn't agree with the picks, or was he just like mad? Uh, you know, he's pretty hypercritical about everything. Uh, he was an educator, you see. He's an educator. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so but but like, and to this day, Chris, when Chris told me recently that they're bringing a host back to the Oscars this year, yeah. the first thing, the only thing person I could think of, uh, Billy Crystal, fucking Billy Crystal, Billy Crystal or Bust, you know, that was like, and and you know, even as a kid, even the, like, but what about what about Letterman bombing? Well, Letterman Oprah? bombing was a joke. that was a joke, that was like, that was like a running joke. Everybody knew about that, but like there was such a, like an aura around the idea of Billy Crystal hosting the Oscars, and nobody yeah. ever really fucking topped him. Like that was his. Like and nobody well, ever. Did I mean, it. I think I like I like the Letterman thing. I do think Letterman. I know it was a joke, but I do Letterman think Letterman was the absolute wrong choice to to, to exactly. That's that. it. It's just like, but that room was not feeding off what he was. He, I, he was I hate good. to say it. I hate to say it, but Jay Leto would have been a better fucking Oscar. Weirdly, host. yeah, like just like the pandering. It's like the wrong, of... like Jay, like Oscars is like is mainstream, is as yeah. mainstream as you fucking get. Like, yeah. I was the alternative late night show before Conan. You know? I got yeah. some. We got some breaking news here, though. What's Not up? breaking, but for us, it's breaking. It's Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin that are hosting the Oscars. I'll take it. That's. I thought you were going to say they all died in a plane wreck or something. Oh no! <laughs> no no no! 
Uh, Selena Gomez is leaning more and more into the comedy world. Which so, so well, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the cast that again, of the show that be, they're on, right? It's gonna be who? Who is it, who's it going to be again? Martin, Martin Short. Short, Steve Martin, Selena Gomez. It's from See, that so show. There, there, there you go. My dad's gonna, like, in the building. My dad would have been fine with Steve Martin. Hey, I, know, I know for a fact that my dad hates Martin Short. Really? Yeah, and he doesn't know who Selena Gomez is, but he's going to predispose. He's going to have some. Yeah, no. Sarah hates Steve Martin. It's a different generation. Sarah hates Steve Martin. Hates Sarah hates Steve Martin. Yeah, it's like one of the the very... Bring her in the room. Get her in the room. Everything. (laughs) She's on the phone with her her mom. Put her on. (laughs) Next time we hang out, you would... How do you hate Steve Martin? I was like, like, you can understand. Like, we're watching like old SNL or whatever. I'm like, you can understand why this is objectively hilarious. Like, even if you don't like his delivery, like, just like, this is all good bits. Like, his, like... um, the, when we watched like the, the canceled Paul Rudd episode of SNL, <laughs> right? Like where, <clears throat> you know, that he had it all like fro, uh, like all the stuff got canceled. So they played old. What is there a hate and, based on though? He, she just hates him. Like he did the all the I want for Christmas is world peace. If I had one wish for Christmas. That's such a great bit. It's, it's amazing. I was like, you understand why this is great. Like this is top to bottom amazing. And she's like, if it was someone else, maybe it would be funny. I was like, wow. God yeah. damn it. Like, has she seen his movies, like his old stuff? Like, yeah, she doesn't think the jerk is funny. Wow. Oh my god, right? A dozen? Uh, Chris, have you seen the jerk? No, oh, oh dude. my god, I'll watch it. <laughs> yes, watch the jerk. Father, the uh, daughter of the bride, father of the bride. Sorry, Nothing. hates him. See, that's hates later, him. that's like later in his career. That, that, that's, that's like, that's like, like, that's like still, yeah, no, but I'm, young, I'm a bit younger than you guys, so yeah, yeah but that's like, that's like, that's not, that's not like a great example of like. The best oh, of but I still think they're fun movies. But they're, like, yeah, yeah like, uh, maybe maybe yeah, like, they're a bad example. Maybe I'm playing the back. Mainstream's automobiles. No, Plane trains, yeah, that's great. Really, yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, I'm blanking on one of the other ones. What do you call it? Dirty um, Rotten Scoundrels is great. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, I was, I was going to say like no down, no Big good, Panther. dirty dinner for schmucks. Big, well, no, Big Panther like, is like is like right over the like, ju- jump way over the shark. Like he's yeah, so fucking no, tall, the shark you can't see him anymore. And that was that's kind of and that kind of afflicted the latter half of his career in terms of his like movies and shit. But like even even if you without the movies, he's like he's he's always continued to do stand up and and he is a renowned banjo player. Correct. Yeah, so that's what I was saying before. Is it the banjo? Uh, did you guys go see him, uh, Keith and Sarah? At I never JFL? got to see him. I never no, I saw him. To see him. We saw him. We saw Chevy Chase, and that was disaster. I know that was. I heard that was bad. That was uh, awful. I, have, I, mean, I yeah. from what I heard, Steve Martin still killed. Like you just. Chris, like, ever tell you the, the Chevy Chase story? No, but I'd love to hear it. Well, it wasn't not much of a story. Like me and like Keith were like hanging out at the the Delta. There. Not the Delta, excuse me, the High. What am I saying? The Delta. We're at double the, tree, double, double tree. tree, double tree in though. Now the double tree in, and we're like we're doing the podcast and shit, and then like you know, and then they were just like going into the fuck. I think we went to the variety. The, the hey. variety. <laughs> we're sneaking into we're, parties, you know how. And I'm goes. getting like yeah, and I'm and I'm and I'm getting pretty good in cocktails. We're invited, though. guys. Come on, that's right. Involved. And we kept we kept sort of like passing by the uh, the press room there because it's like right it was it's right off of where the bar is on the uh, the main floor and and Talar you know, you know Talar right Talar I think friend it was Talar. of the show Talar Adam. pretty sure it was Talar as I if I, maybe maybe it wasn't but I, I think it was Talar here. and she sees us she goes hey guys you want like fifteen tickets to go see Chevy Chase so sales are going well then 
Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and I was like, uh, maybe. She's like, you could have more if you want. I'm like, uh, okay, I guess. When is it? She's like, it's in 20 minutes. <laughs> I remember. Basically, we, we, walked, we walked into the bar and gathered up everybody who we vaguely recognized and yeah. then went to go yeah, see Chevy We here at Go Plug Yourself uh, love the festival. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Uh, can't wait to get invited back. Uh, myself and Walter, Keith, to do the podcast real mm-hmm. stuff if we do it again, you know, if you guys allow us. A couple years ago, there was a nasty show uh, that was being taped for Artie Lang. And I don't know if you guys remember this, or I'm sure you also experienced this, but there was a, an issue with a taping where they had nobody, like, not enough. They had, like, only 100 tickets sold for, like, for, like Club Soda. Wow. And I remember, yeah. like, five... Like five Montreal promoters that they call like were calling me like, hey, yeah, anybody want to go to the Nasty show? Like <laughs> they were just couldn't give the tickets away. They could, and it's well, like that, that's the problem I think with the Nasty show is they book like ten of them. Yeah, but, but and sometimes and sometimes, sometimes they, they pack but, right. But I get it. Do they but I'm sell, like, does, does the Nasty show ever get fucking broadcast anywhere else later? Don't think I so. Think it, I think this that year it was being broadcast in the states. That was the year Mike Ward was hosting. Maybe on HBO or Showtime or something. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember there was the the really nasty show or whatever it was, like the Bob Saget one. Yeah. So RIP, rest in peace, by the way. That was was a special. uh, Mike Ward was hosting the nasty show that year, but for the the taping, it was Artie Lang that replaced Mike Ward. Mike just did a spot. Mike, Hmm. Artie Lang came out. In fucking jogging pants <laughs> on a taping. Yeah, well, that's already lying, though. I mean, I know it's a shtick, but like, already, come on. I know it's crazy. <laughs> and, and can we talk about, like, I saw somebody, this is not my observation, I, I saw this, but somebody fucking pointed out that, you know, out of the fucking dirty work cast there, that, you know, Saget has passed and, and Norm MacDonald has passed, but somehow fucking Artie Lang is still alive. Like, <laughs> Would have thought. You know what? I don't think the, the amount of help. I I read Artie's books. The amount of help. I only read one. Of, I only read one. I, I frankly can't. They're so dark. They're, They're so, so dark. Depressing. It's like how They're many? So how hard to read. How many suicide attempts can you read about? Like there was one. There was this. There was one uh, story that he told. I forget which book. It was him at the Playboy Mansion, and he had a gig, and he was like pissed that he had to take the gig for like fifty k. Which I'm reading this is before I was in common and reading this. I'm like, what are you pissed about? Uh, it's fifty thousand dollars already. And then to cover he, the big. Yeah, he I know. And he had his assistant who he, he openly talked about treating like trash throughout shit, the book. Like shit, yeah. Yeah. And uh he he was so coked up and whatever and fucked up that he shit his pants. Oh my god. So he was at the at the Playboy Mansion and before he went on. So he had to get his anyways, it's a whole thing. I'm like I'm like how do you do this, Artie? How do you function? And he's still alive. How yeah, Artie? Gordon I'm just God. looking at some of the headlines because he was like, "How Artie Lang lost three point two million dollars." Artie Lang's the Artie Lang's the Antonio Brown of comedy. No, yeah, the amount of things that like Artie Lang has like lived through. Head, like so that that was one headline: lost three point two million dollars gambling. Uh, the other headline was Artie Lang avoids jail but tests positive for cocaine at New Jersey court appearance. I you were gonna say COVID. Out of everything else, it's kind of amazing that he's not in jail right now. Jail or dead, yeah, like Jesus. In... 
Yeah, I like, legitimately shot. I thought this guy was dead. His his he has like a on a, I think on Rogan or somebody else's podcast he goes into full detail. But like he had the fucked up. So you know how his nose is fucked now. Like he's at the yeah fucked yeah. Up it's nose weird. Situation. Like it looks like it looks like what I think they wanted Tyrion Lannister's nose to look like. But then it's like <laughs> collapsed and reconstructed. And but the thing is, it's like when when you when your nose gets changed, that's like your whole face is fucking different. Yeah, it's like so he looks completely like irrecognizable now, basically. Yeah, but it's not his nose doesn't even look realistic anymore though. Now he doesn't. No, have it's a weird. Human, it's like he doesn't weird have a human nose cartoon anymore. Cartoon thing, like yeah. And and it's funny because like I've read our different interviews, I've seen him talk about it, and there's always like seemingly a different story as to <laughs> why his nose is fucked up. Like he has, he's offered up different stories himself. And he goes, ah, you know, well, there was this boxer guy, you know, and he was, and he was buddies with this guy that I owe money to, you know, and he saw me walking in a parking lot, you know, he thought he was going to make a name for himself, you know. He's like doing the Heath Ledger, he's like doing the Heath Ledger Joker bit. And he popped me. Yeah, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. You want to know why my nose is so fucked up? You want to know how I got this nose? (laughs) Keith, what was that? Who was that? That was a good accent. Who were you doing there? What I don't know. I was just a, do, that, do, a, that, do, do that accent again, Keith. But I said, you want to know how you got this nose? Okay, I you sound like you're a character in the town. That's what that. That's what that's what I'm feeling. Okay. Southie, Southie, Keith, uh, Wally. Let's work on the uh, Boston script again. Get the Boston script out. Get it out, Walter. Get Boston, the Boston yeah. script. Get yeah. the Boston he's, got, he's, he's, in a, he's in the filing cabinet right now. He's pulling out the script. Uh, because I think we kind of have a vehicle for Keith Heisterman. Keith, imagine if, we, imagine if we did. Imagine if you and I did like a we did like a Boston movie treatment, and having never been to Boston, like either of us, and we <laughs> it's just I, I have been, I have been though. Really? Yeah, for the purpose of the story, I haven't. Yeah, I went a couple years ago uh, when I was uh, nineteen. Okay, sure, that's weekend. enough. Yeah, you Boston's go. changed and, since and, then, and we just like base and we just like base it on stereotypes that we know from like different Boston movies and shit. Yeah. We make a Boston. That'd be great. That'd be so fucking just, funny. Dunkin' Donuts and apples everywhere. Yeah, and we and like and we get and we the get the like tagline is just like it's kind of like it's kind of like the town and kind of like Goodwill Hunting <laughs> and, 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 like, and the Departed and, and a lot like the Departed a lot like. <laughs> I love I love that Bill Burr Bill Burr does a lot of interviews and whenever he whenever the host brings up like whoever's interviewing brings up that he's uh, from Boston he's like yeah 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 but I'm from like the the safe part of Boston hey, I'm not from South I like Bill Burr I, I love Bill Burr like, I don't I don't spend all day eating apples more and more that. more and more I like Bill Burr more and more I like this guy like I like him because like uh, he, he's he, the true he's he the demonstrates true my model and if I could dip into this for a second. I've been, By I've been, means, rail, I've been railing. If I could, if I could just have a moment, um, <laughs> I've been railing against fucking the Steve Harvey. There was a fucking interview with Steve Harvey oh, recently. Uh, he said, "I'm done with stand up or whatever." Or fucking, I can't. Uh, I, can't I was, I was really up. wondering if we were gonna get to Karen, and here we go. Because of fucking cancel culture and fucking yeah, K- Karen Harvey over here. Because of cancel culture and because of PC, this and that, and blah 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 blah. And like Steve Harvey sucks, right? He's like sucked for like I more than like, like twenty years. The worst part like, about that that was, Steve Harvey his, thing. his original Kings of Comedy stuff, fucking great. It's great. But fucking post like two thousand one, two thousand two, it like hacks the U.S. Steve Harvey. 
yeah he just like cashed in on on any kind of like artistic principle and he and he just did like all the, the most hack shit possible and now and that's it's fine like, you get to make a paycheck you don't get to fine, become a voice fine, of comedy yeah. but then don't get to fucking 2022 and you're still trying to do the shit that like worked for you kind of like in the fucking like late 90s and after you've been mr like family friendly enter daytime tv entertainment and then you're gonna blame fucking cancel culture and pc shit for all for like why your shit doesn't go over anymore when it's like yo your shit doesn't go over anymore because your fucking audience is literally dying out like shut the, the fuck whole, up steve any so, any so. comedian in their like 50s or 60s talking about cancel culture ruining comedy pisses me off but then also i'm just like you know why louis ck was canceled not for his jokes you know like well, yeah, he louis was a wasn't canceled louis wasn't canceled he was a he felon. lost tv so, show he lost a TV show. He lost some other stuff. He's he wasn't touring. canceled. Though. He he's yeah, nominated he's for no, no, no. He was canceled. He got renewed. He, yeah, he's renewed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He took. He went to but cancel. To bring jail. it back, and now to bring it back to Bill Burr. Why? One of the reasons I like Bill Burr is because one of the things that I say to demonstrate that cancel culture doesn't exist is that I think it's if you, if you're any kind of like you have any kind of talent, any kind if you can like anything any kind of skill on stage or writing or whatever you can do edgy shit you're allowed to do edgy shit you're even allowed to do non-politically correct stuff if there's like a good punchline in there if it works if the bit's good if it's just like good comedy and you're not just like dumping on fucking like minorities or like yeah, marginalized yeah. as long as movies. like the old the old if, as long as you're not just punching down yeah, yeah Bill, like, Burr, uh, Bill Burr even, stays even, edgy. Bill Burr stays edgy, but like no one's ever gotten. No one's. No one says like, oh, like he's like a fucking piece of shit and stuff. And you don't oh, see him standing. Do, yeah, I'm sure some people matter. do, but well, it, yeah, but it's but not like an. Mean, it's not like a. It's not a mass cancellation, is what we're saying. And then you don't there. see it's him not, standing on a fucking soapbox like Chappelle or whatever, talking about like cancel culture. You're ruining comedy. He just, he just does his his thing, you know. And I, I don't know. And the What's, crazy what, part what, what for me about what do you say? People are on his ass about. No, just in general, there's like there, there's absolutely a, a segment of people on the internet who are like, white, Bill Burr thinks he can women, say anything he wants. Yeah, because he, he goes after them a lot. Yeah, because talks that's about it. how white, like white women, like he he got in trouble when he was on SNL and he went on this rant about how white women are trying to that. to get to get out of like being res- like part of partly responsible for like you know the, the, the state of uh, you know racism in America and all that, and like white women didn't take kindly to that, and it's like it's hilarious because you, you missed his whole point. But I, on the Steve Harvey stuff, I and on the cancel culture conversation in general, I, I I'm bored of it very much because it's it's always the same talking points. Like Dave Chappelle has never been canceled, will never be canceled. He cannot be canceled. He's too big. He's not even a comic anymore. He's mm. just a, like a famous entertainer. His, his new stuff is barely comedy. It's like, yeah, here's he's me not, talking like, for an hour. When was the last time Chappelle was hopping mall to mall, weekend to weekend, doing stand-up yeah. on sm- shitty stages? The guy has a fucking stage in his house. At his house, he he has people over in the summer. It's like hundreds of who people. Who was the other like, one? Because it was Seinfeld also had a like, cancel culture. Yeah, I'm like, like, get yeah, out of here, Jerry. Seinfeld. Come on. What, what are you talking about? You're too Seinfeld's big a bitch, to Seinfeld's a fucking bitch, and he also you dated sixteen-year-olds. Jerry, no one's canceled you. You're not being canceled. Simmer down. He, he also went after uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I saw that. Yeah, because because Bobcats talk shit about him and stuff. Like and and well, like he, and, and Jerry is like really petty about the Bobcat stuff. Like <laughs> and he's like he's like taking time on his like comedians in cars uh, jerking off. Yeah, yeah. You know he's never going to get into this car. 
Yeah, you know, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm gay. You know, it's, like, it's like fucking like it's like imagine like Triple H talking about like CM Punk or something. Like, <laughs> skinny fat little bitch. The thing, is, the thing that's the thing that separates uh, Seinfeld and Chappelle is that Chappelle color no matter no matter what your views on them you respect you respect Chappelle Chappelle has like the comedy community's general respect like a lot of people find Seinfeld to be a hack even before I still I mean you can't I still I mean I still obviously have a level of respect for Seinfeld obviously you you could have a level of respect for Seinfeld without not thinking some of his stand-up today is is hacky Okay, like when he was complaining a couple years ago before cancel culture about not being able to play colleges, I'm like, yeah, no kidding, Jerry, you're a 60 year old millionaire. It's like also, hey, what hey, are you Jerry, hey, Jerry, kids with? hey, Jerry, maybe you don't need college gigs, also. Yeah, you don't need fucking college gigs, Jerry. <laughs> you sell out the, the Bell Center. Bombs. Leave it for us. You know the the, the, the guys what the trying fuck, to be somebody. What the fuck are your Seinfeld residuals? What are your fucking residuals? You, yeah, you, Jerry. Last last I checked, Jerry, you were making like 40 million dollars. Off of bullshit. residuals, probably. You think, you think I? Th- I would think more than that per year. I think he's making think, more than forty mil a year uh, off of Seinfeld. It's his fucking show. It's his name on the fucking show for Christ's sake. Yeah, but I mean, he's got to split that money with Larry. There's probably residuals uh, for yeah, the that, that fucking show pulls down. I have an article stuff. from November first, twenty twenty one. Here we go. Uh, well, why? The research team is on it. Uh, well, while you look it up, but I was just mentioning we, uh, we talked about it a little bit. Said we might talk about Peacemaker. There was like the extended Louis C.K. bit in episode two or three. I don't know. That was kind of weird. That was kind of that took me out of it. So funny though, because you just want to show your penis like Louis C.K. did. That's what he did. Just like continually yelling about it. That was weird. It's like it's that fucking show plays it like loose with like how it stays in the DC universe, but then it's also kind of like in our universe. Yeah, and 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 like I feel that the James Gunn is fully aware that like in all of those scenes, like the take to to have, even though it's a character. Is that it's John Cena yelling to a guy about not showing his penis because that's what Louis C.K. did. Like in that moment, he's not peacemaker. It's John Cena covering his face, asking his friend not to show him his dick. Like at no point in time do you stop thinking, yeah, that's John Cena. Like, Chris, have you watched it? Did you watch the first three people? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, I've buddy, seen they're, the they're trailers. fucking great. You're gonna mark the fuck out, bro. Like, I know. It's, between football season, between playoff no, football, well, Chris, Chris, it's really good. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I, I, I guarantee I'm going to watch. I will. It. So, hands down, hands down, the best thing that's come out of the the, the extended DCU. I mean, I I felt that way about Suicide Squad, yeah. Suicide Squad too. Yeah, but like, and, 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 and it's just springboarding. And now, and now, now James Gunn is now James Gunn is back to Marvel. But I mean, so, he's yeah, still, he's got he's got the third Guardians coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said he's done with that after that. But I mean, but whatever. Oh, he says this show. Yeah, yeah. He's done until Disney throws another fucking whopping sum of money at him. Another James, bad. we don't care about the tweets. The tweets don't even matter, James. We don't. We forgot James, about James what tweets? What, what tweets? tweets? James? What tweets? By the way, uh, Jerry Seinfeld is reported to have made at least four hundred and forty million dollars he alone since Seinfeld went off the air in residuals, and that is not counting a recent. Recent as in last year, uh, deal with Netflix, deal with Netflix to sell uh, the series for a whopping four hundred twenty-five million dollars. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, but that, but that, now that gets split up between Larry David and the rest of the. But cast. That's the thing. If he's that's made, if he's made four hundred and forty, and it's been what over the course of 
20 years. 20 years? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's, made, so he's, he's made, probably David's he, ex, so 600 David's million. Ex, he's probably is 600 David, million. Yeah. Is Larry David's oh. ex getting half of that or what? I would, I would imagine a lot of their exes are getting uh, getting a chunk of that. You know what? I mean, you guys must know this also. Like, This is always one of the things that like just bugs me on like a foundational level. That uh, What's her name? Elaine, why am I blanking on the actress? Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Yeah, is just like the daughter of an heiress and is a billionaire anyway. Like, yeah, a lot like of, it would shock you how many people in Hollywood that we admire are daughters of rich, 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 rich. Well, you know, yeah, you yeah, know, but like, like stupidly rich. Like, not just like daughters Hollywood of Hollywood is. elite. Like she's like daughters of like a hotel like thing. An like, easy way into Hollywood is to come from obscene wealth. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. That's it. I have yeah, this, I have this like, I had this notion, this thought the other day. Maybe you guys could, because like it's a question. I wanted to tweet this. This is an untweeted tweet. Here. Yeah. I want to. I wanted untweeted to say like I want to get. I want to get rich and famous to the point where I'm just accepted as like a natural friend of all the other rich and famous people. Because like, you ever notice that, like you know, like Hollywood types and rich people. Yeah, like you're stuff. you're like all of a sudden like Drew Barrymore is on Jimmy Fallon, and they're like, remember when we went trick or treating? Yeah, again? like, like oh, they're all fucking yeah, and they're all buddies, and then like, but and like, and but then, it also makes sense though because you're like, it's the only parties where not everybody's gonna just be like fucking gawking and shit. Sure, fine, yeah, famous like, people. Like, so I want like they so like, But it's like, how rich and famous do you think you need to get? To the point where, like, you're just accepted as a natural associate or friend of other. Really, I think you need people. to have like several movies or like several seasons or several shows, like to just like you know what I mean. Like, you can't just like your and Drew Barrymore. Also, you can't forget that she comes from old Hollywood shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, that's it. Drew Barrymore is and all, she already old Hollywood. There's a really cool, there's a really fun clip. Actually, she got a talk show and stuff. I think she has a talk show on right now. Her talk show is insane, by the way. And and Letterman, Letterman legit showed up as an act. You know, like they do these bullshit, like pretend surprises sometimes on talk shows. But like Letterman showed up as an actual fucking surprise guest on, on the Drew Barrymore show. And, and like, and he's no selling it. And she's like fucking losing her mind. He was like, I don't know. I was told, I don't know. I don't know. I was told if you'd. That you, you don't like surprises or you do like surprises. And and she's like, ah! Yeah, and it's like, and, they, and then of course they have to talk about like when she fucking showed her tits like on Letterman. Like, it's hilarious. You know those, you, you know that that story, Chris. I think you showed me the clip before. Yeah, it's a famous like yeah top show moment. Drew Barrymore want- in the mid nineties in her like I don't know at that point mid twenties I guess. Is it? Well, I'm, I know the answer. Like, like I think that's prime Drew Barrymore though. Like, like nineties Drew Barrymore. I would was say two like, thousands. Nineties is young Drew Barrymore. I would say no, but I'm pre-pancer is early eighties. But what I'm what I'm saying is like it's like where where she has like that Drew Barrymore like crazy girl mystique came out of all the nineties MTV stuff and whatever like yeah. Like and then then she like parlayed that into Charlie's bigger, Angels. Yeah, was, like I think Charlie's Angels. Into, like, Charlie's Angels. Oh my god! It's like you know that that came out right at like in the in the middle of when I was in high school and shit, and it couldn't have come out at a better time. Like I mean, I don't know like a single like straight like dude in high school that didn't like beat off to like either the movie itself or the fucking. Destiny, uh, not Destiny's Child. Uh, it was Destiny. Yeah, the Destiny's Child. Yeah, the uh, Destiny's Child yeah. song, Survivor. Yeah, the video. All the women making money through yeah, yeah, yeah. the song, but uh, yeah, so tell your angel, get down Lucy right Liu, there. man. Also, she does not age, and then, then people then, age anymore. Like, Lucy, Lucy Liu was on the, the death to 2021 or whatever on Netflix, and I was like, wow, 
I, 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 know, it, I know it's work. I'm not going to delude myself to pretend it's not work, but like it's good it's work. still impressed. Well, fucking Halle Berry. Yeah. Yo, you, get, you ever hear the fucking story about the heat between uh, Bill Murray and Lucy Liu off the set of... Uh, oh, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Watch Mojo List. I've seen, I've seen yeah. that in. There's like it's like the 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 thoughts on Bill Murray on the internet are really divided are, are really interesting. Not really divided. I'd say it's about maybe 80-20, maybe 75-25. Yeah, yeah. I think 80% is his beloved icon and the cool. But there's like there's like documented incidents instances of like Bill Murray being not so great though like I think we've talked about it maybe even on this show and if not I hope I've definitely told you about the 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 interview where the interview on Fallon a couple weeks ago, where well, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago now, what is the time? Where they had uh, Ackroyd, Murray, and uh, what well, the other one, the other surviving Ghostbuster, the black guy. Black guy. Jesus. Winston, like, Winston, Winston is the character, the but I'm trying guy. to remember who the actual actor is. I know, I know, uh, I know his name. Here we are, three white guys talking about the black guy. Anyway, the bit anyway. on the interview on Fallon is amazing though, because like Ackroyd is like company man towing the corporate line, wearing the Ghostbusters hat, and like just like talking about the great script and all this and that. And I'm like sure. Ackroyd's the weirdest man alive. Murray is just no selling it, and he's just sort of like actually yeah, he's no like shit. nobody knew the word terms of ectoplasm or whatever else. Like, and he's like these are all based on like real facts and whatever and murray's like don't say that you don't say that like he's like getting like visibly like kind of annoyed he's like kids watch this show don't just say anything on television there should be a warning before that you talk (laughs) (laughs) murray's just like clearly sick of Murray's been like murray's been sick of ghostbusters since like the first one Yeah, <laughs> like Murray, Murray's trying to put over how it's like accurate. He's in two divorces way. to say no to fucking Ghostbusters movies. <laughs> and then, so he's talking about the like, and, Mur- and Ackroyd's talking about the original script, and he's like, and it wasn't until we like, uh, like, like brought brought the script and had them look over where they they decided that they would make it more relatable and put it in in, in New York City. <laughs> and Murray just starts like corpsing. He was just sort of like, what a crazy idea. <laughs> Cast your movie in New York City instead of another dimension that only exists in your mind. He's <laughs> just like shitting on everything Ackroyd says. It's great. Bill Murray, Bill Murray makes as much money from one Ghostbusters movie as he does from like five Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, for sure. Like, without a doubt. Uh, it's, uh, it's one for them, uh, seven for me. Bill Murray had to. Bill Murray had to run. Had to run direction from Wes Anderson to uh, Gene Hackman on the set of the Royal Tenenbaums because Gene Hackman wouldn't take direction from uh, Wes Anderson. That's hilarious. And Bill Murray had to act. Bill Murray had to act as a go-between, much as Robert De Niro had to act as a go-between on the set of. Chris, what's the what's the movie you're dedicating on with De Niro there? Oh, the score. Uh, the score. The score, yeah, where De Niro did did, did go between, for, for uh, between Frank Oz and uh, Brando. Well, Brando, they they had to rewrite one scene because well, Brando, was, that, so that, fucking, the, Brando the, was so the fat. Brando what? was so fat that he couldn't do couldn't keep up with the tracking shots. Yeah, like he couldn't physically. Well, they, they, they rewrote the entire thing. The and he's in a steam in bath the, the entire time, right? Like they they reset all of his stuff to be steam bath because he they were just like whatever. He's just fat. Steam and he can bath. Sit still. There's one scene in a bar. <laughs> yeah, 
He's out of breath. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, Bobby, I have an idea. Uh, there's a great steam bath around the corner that I that I frequent. Uh, maybe Montreal, we can just do the whole Montreal. thing then in Montreal. Bobby, tell that uh, tell that gay kid there with the Muppets that we'll do the whole thing at the steam bath. And apparently that was he didn't want to wear pants. <laughs> I was like, how much of this movie can I do with Hollywood legend? Pants? Hollywood legend. Carlo Brandon. <laughs> Bobby, tell him I'm not wearing pants. Bobby, Bobby, it's, it's Marlon. Don't ask how I got this number. Bobby, Bobby, are you awake? Tell that kid I'm not wearing pants. Robert, Robert, <laughs> listen. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, I'm looking Robert. at the Golden Globes. I haven't seen or heard of most of these movies. So, best picture: Power of the Dog. Oh, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. It's like a good, it's a Western Cumberbatch. thing. It's a Western thing. It's on Netflix right now. In between his, uh, in between his uh, Marvel movies, he's in. Yeah, he's uh, squeezing in like a art house fucking art house yeah. fucking. Uh, it beats out Dune, Coda, King Richard, and Belfast. The only one of these movies I've seen is Dune. Not surprising. Hey, Chris, wake uh, up. Best musical picture, comedy musical, West Side Story wins. The remake? Yeah. Obviously. I don't know why I had to clarify that. <laughs> no, uh, no, the original. It was a weird twist. <laughs> hope it was worth friends. all the BJ's, uh, uh, Steve. Cyrano uh, got nominated. Somebody don't Look Up was nominated. Licorice week? Pizza. I really wanted to see Licorice Pizza. Oh, I want to see Licorice Pizza. I do want to see that one. That looks super fun. Uh, Tick Tick Boom was also nominated, obviously. Lynn Manuel Miranda is going to get nominated for whatever. Best Actress Motion Picture, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. I have no. Oh no really? This. I want to see. I I kind of want to see the the Ricardos thing. Best actor. Chris is the Ricardos one, the one that was written by uh, our boy there. Uh, no, no. Uh, what's his face there uh, for the, the West Wing there? Uh, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin did one of those Ricardos things. There's two. There's two competing Ricardo it projects. Being, being the Ricardos. Yeah, being, being the Ricardos. Being the Ricardos. Being the Ricardos on for, uh, is an Amazon Prime uh, thing. Wally, we should watch this and do an IG live about it. Wally, we should. Looks good. Do. It looks good. Will Smith wins Best Actor for King. Wait, Richard. wait. Which one? Which one is the Aaron Sorkin one though? Being the Ricardos. Yeah, Nicole, that Kidman, with... Nicole Kidman, Javier Bardem, J.K. Simmons. Oh, oh yeah. I like J.K. Yeah. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is like Frank's red hot sauce. You can put that shit in anything. Anything. So who? Okay, my, uh, so... my cousin, my cousin back in the day had a podcast that he was start, that he wanted to start. He recorded a couple. Emma, of hang on, Emma Stone was nominated for Cruella in Best Actress Motion Picture Musical Comedy. Like, Yo, I'm, I'm gold, a big Emma Stone the mark. Are fucking out of their mind. Yeah, Love, like Love she didn't win. Chris. West Side Story won. That's so. That, there's that. That's the. Oh, this is literally the only award show where West Side Story is going to pick up fucking anything. Yeah. Outside of like musical. Andrew Garfield press won. Losing, foreign press losing their mind for a fucking remake of a movie that pits Puerto Ricans against whites. <laughs> wow. Great job. Good job, Europe. <laughs> Best supporting actress also goes to West Side Story. Who put a fuck in a show? <laughs> Cody Smith McPhee. That guy is a weird looking kid. Look up Cody Smith McPhee from Power of the Dog and tell me this guy does can only play villains, I'm guessing. 
Uh, there's a couple of guys like that. We talked about this on fact, the last. Fact, we talked about this on the last show with uh, Culkin, uh, Culkin's brother, the Kieran Culkin. Yeah. But like, certain guys will never shake certain rules. But yeah, this guy can't play a good guy. Holy yeah, shit! Absolutely not. Who, Holy who shit! About? Cody Smith McPhee. Who's he? Shami, a fucking ice killer, like an ice, like a like a like a serial killer. He was. I'm trying, Dark to, get to, the, I'm trying to get to the TV globes here. He was in Dark Phoenix. He was one of the uh, the blue guys. He looks like Jay Baruchel uh, if Jay was like an axe murderer. <laughs> he looks succession. Like, succession picks up best drama. Sorry, could you go back to best act? Who, Wait, succession, who the succession got drama. Yes. Yeah, it's a comedy, but. Succession is not a drama. It's an hour no, long, it's, so it's a drama. It's bullshit. It's, Yo, the, it, fuck, people, the, the fucking thing. Why are we talking? Why are we still talking? They're the clearly lampooning these people. Like I don't, I don't racist know. motherfuckers. Uh, what? Um, hacks won for best comedy. Tell the hacks. hacks Succession is, is a fucking comedy. Succession is a comedy too. But if it means hacks and Succession win awards, I'm okay. Hey, got, with that's that. not kind of how they got to split it up. Who won well, the hacks acting awards? Did everybody watch hacks? I love yeah, Hacks is great. Well, Hacks is great. I love Hacks. Let it not be said that I don't watch shows with you know strong female leads. Which which actors did you want? Actors in movies, though. Which actors you want? Andrew Garfield won for best musical, best actor, musical comedy. Okay, 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 okay. Beating out Leonardo DiCaprio, Peter Dinklage. Did Will Cooper, Smith Hoffman. win for King Richard? Yeah, Will Smith won for King Richard. Okay, because I watched that uh, on Friday. Fantastic, fantastic. I, 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 I hope he wins the Oscar. I, having not re- watched any other movies that are up uh, for nomination, but having watched that one specifically, uh, I, uh, I, I, I don't see how he loses. Kenneth Branagh won best screenplay for Belfast. Uh, Encanto won for best animated feature. There's not a lot of good an- animated stuff. Who cares? Yeah, so best comedy hacks, best uh, drama, succession. Almost done here. Best television motion picture, The Underground Railroad. Amazon. So, but what's like, what is a television motion picture? So, like, being the Ricardos was an Amazon thing, but then somehow, like, Dope Sick as an Amazon thing gets nominated for best television movie because it was on Hulu. I watched a couple episodes of Dope Sick. It's okay. I can't, I would just get feel I'd get really angry. Kay Winslet one, one for Mayor of Easttown. I thought it said like a Disney show. Dope Sick. It's on Michael Star. Keaton. It's on Star. No. Is it on Star? Michael Keaton won for Dope Sick. Do, 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 yeah, do. I like Michael Keaton. So whatever. He New wants Batman. To see, you want to see my impression of Michael Keaton from uh, Dope Sick? Yeah, go. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna bust out an impression here. Here we go. Okay. Is it visual? Oh, shit. Sh- okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here I'm ready. Go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm Dope Sick. He says I'm Dope Sick. Yes, that's how. That's. <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the title of the show comes. Mm. Get it. I get it. Now. I'm dope sick. I'm dope sick. Um, 
<laughs> Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong uh, shakes off uh, his bad Vanity Fair article or whatever by picking up uh, best actor in a drama series. Speaking of bad articles, did you see who finally uh, talked about uh, his shit and looked like a total cuck in the process? Oh yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Jesus. <laughs> Josh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She doesn't speak good hold, English. That's hey, wow. and it's been so hey, long. Sorry, and it's been long. Chris. Chris got Chris got Chris got activated. I the battles I had with our dear co-hosts about Josh Whedon, and he's like, "Yeah, but what if they're all wrong? What if everyone's saying they had a bad experience? What if they're wrong? And if they're right, so what? Josh is a little prickly. He's a goddamn movie maker you made flyer fly does that not count these were all words so this is an ex- so this is an exaggeration this is an exaggeration of the stance i took <laughs> at the time at the time and i specifically took issue with that whole thing about how i don't know he had like yelled at uh, what's her face uh, charisma carpenter or some shit or not charisma carpenter the other one about being pregnant on uh, yeah, like some wild shit some wild yeah shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like and like and, and how she how how he like was like shitty with her and stuff and I'm like I don't know like I was just like I don't know man the fucking showrunner of the show man he's like he's he's trying to you got to keep tabs on the if like the fucking one of the female leads is knocked up for Christ's sake that's gonna impact on the show I mean you know I don't know man like you know you get things from one perspective but the, but then but but then I saw his he finally came out with a goddamn response. And it's so fucking like, oh, pussy! Like, like he said, like it's so like, it's it, it's just, like the Dallas Cowboys of responses, really. really and yeah, at one point he pulls a Tony Khan and says, uh, "Oh, I cut his shit because I thought he was a bad actor." Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. He's like, Cyborg wasn't in the movie because he's a bad actor. I thought he was acting was bad. I'm then like, bro, also, that's also, no, no. And he also no. alleges he also alleges that Cyborg was like put phoning in a bad performance to try to get Snyder back. Like he was like working the rule. But I'm like, why would you wait this long to speak about this, all this? And then this is the shit you have to say. This is what, this is what you thought up this whole time. This was your response. It sucks. Like, yeah, you've it been sucks. sitting on this one. You've been sitting. You've been letting it simmer. It's, it's, it's been like two years. Good English. Two, There's also years. the stuff that he openly admits to what he did to that girl, that, that staff writer, and uh, where they look. Like, did I look? Did I hook up? Did I hook up with a lot of uh, you know fans and, and people I worked with? Yeah, sure, a hundred percent. But that's just from the insecure part of me. That makes me think that I, I need to hook up with every attractive woman I see because, you know, right? That's that's a thing everybody can do. Did, they, did with. they think that their careers were going to get further by sleeping with me? Maybe, but who's to say their careers wouldn't improve? Just to uh, just to put a, a small uh, just to put a, you, Fuck know, you, Joss Whedon. Uh, we were, Fuck we were Joss saying Whedon. some stuff Boy. happened with Charisma Carpenter. Uh, apparently, uh, Charisma alleges that uh, Josh Whedon called her fat on set multiple times while she was four months pregnant. Uh, asked if she was going to keep the baby, and uh, it's a valid fired, question. And fired her after she gave birth because she kept the baby, which well, uh, you know, seems that, to be that's her, that's her story. <laughs> if ever you want someone to play devil's advocate for your defense, Walter is available. Is Josh Whedon? <laughs> First guy to like, like cancel himself. 
It's or is that R. Kelly? That, that, like, is that, that, or is that, that R. Kelly? Um, oh, speaking of canceling themselves, and we were talking about Curb Your Enthusiasm before, but like Chris and I, like a while back, talked at, at length about the uh, what's his face, uh, buddy Jeff from. Uh, Jeff, the Jeff Garland situation. The Jeff Garland, fuck the Jeff Garland. Love you, the Jeff Garland, though. And Jeff Garland was on, you know, Kirby Enthusiasm, but and then also had like eight seasons of uh, the Goldbergs there, and and then like this fucking thing came out about how he was like not being cool with some people on the set of the Goldbergs or some shit, and he does this interview. He calls up the person that's doing the digging on him, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna answer all your questions and shit," and does this like at length interview addressing all the allegations and like right off the bat, he's like, no, I'm not getting fired from the Goldbergs. That's not happening. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. And then it's like three like less month, than two weeks later, one month later, Jeff Gold. A few moments later, yeah, a few that. moments later. <laughs> it's like, and it's it was an actual like Kirby enthusiast. <laughs> oh man! And then he openly said, and then he said, I don't know if that what the ramifications of this are going to be, but then he's like, oh, the things that I'm being accused of on the uh, the Goldberg set, you know, if I did that on the on the Kirby enthusiasm set, you know, everybody would think it was, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <but> I- <laughs> And I mean, like, not this. I don't know exactly what he's talking about, but there is such a thing as knowing your audience and knowing who you're surrounded by. One of the things, just, one is of the this just he, for the boys? One of the things <laughs> he did that he acknowledges that he did is that he had like a running joke where, like, if he was sitting down for a while, then he would stand up and he'd be like, "Oh, you know," like instead of just going like, like going, "Oh, you go like," he'd be like, "Ow, my vagina!" And this was a joke. Vagina. He yeah, he would say, "Ow, my vagina!" And like this was like a joke he did a bunch and. Apparently, a couple people, maybe at least one person, had an issue with this. Oh, and then the other thing is, so there's like this stand-in, right? Uh, there's like a stand, this situation where there's this stand-in, and she like fucks up his take or something, and her husband is on set, and he says to the husband, he's like, "Tell your wife to get the fuck out of my way" or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, Hollywood. And he's like, you it think? was a joke. We were all in on it. We were friends. Everybody was laughing. Do, do you think? I wonder. I'm just going to say, but it's like I how really. Do you, how do you think? I have. I have a what if scenario. Sliding doors thing. Ooh. Okay. Sliding I love doors. these. I love these like hypotheticals, and I think this is a fun one. How would Sinatra have handled social media? And the culture that we live in today, twenty four seven news cycle. It's not even like it's like not forget twenty four seven news cycle. It's like hour by hour news cycle. I think How I, Frank Sinatra. I, I think he has somebody handling it for him. Well, nobody. I think he has somebody handling it for him. I think that he like makes sure he's not in the right place or the wrong place at the wrong time. Make sure like like to me. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, maybe he would get like screwed over for all his funny business. But I was like, no, he'd be Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio, same thing. Leo. Okay, I'm gonna I get think he, I think he would be the first person to understand the value of brand strength, and he would let like a professional team handle. Let's like The Rock. He'd be like The Rock then. Yeah. No, because I, so. I don't think I don't think he would be omnipresent on it. I think it would be like he, a big. No, he totally have his own. He would definitely vodka. have wine and booze though. Yeah, yeah. He totally have his own wine. He totally have his own vodka. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But as I'm saying, but I don't think wine, he would be doing TikToks or whatever. But it would just be like, yeah, he'd have a he'd have a free pass. Uh, he'd always be 
like you know what I mean? It'd be like ah, it's Frank being Frank. Like, I think I think he'd have he'd be the face of a sports book at this point, actually. Yeah, or, or him or Dean. Ooh, that wine bottle got really hot in front of the heater. <laughs> real hot, real hot, real hot. Um, all right, because uh, I'm, I'm wondering, shaky. like, I think, especially, I think a big part of the reason of the, the we were talking about this earlier, but it's, it's it's kind of fun that it kind of circles back. I think a big part of the fact that everyone in in like entertainment's whining about cancel culture to the point where literally uh, Kanye West's new girlfriend, there, Georgia Fox of uh, Uncut Gems fame. Uh, Who is your uncut gems? She is the, the girlfriend. Uh, younger girlfriend who is very much attractive. The one that he screams, <laughs> "Go fuck the weekend!" To the one who fucks the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like half Italian. I, re- I gotta rewatch that movie. You have to. Uh, Chris and I, we went, did we go see that at the Dollar Cinema? We did go see that at the Dollar Cinema. Actually, nice. it was great. It was one of the coolest. It was a perfect movie to go see the Dollar Cinema. It was one of the cooler movie-going experiences ever. Um, and you got and you got to see me grift uh, fucking Bernie at the snack at the snack counter. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Hustling Bernie out of his two-dollar popcorn. Nice. Oh, no, he, he gave us. A, Walter got a free bag of M Ms. I think. <laughs> I, you know, I I helped keep that cinema alive. I wrote a piece once. For Did you do like one of those like, like crazy like bits where you're just sort of like, I give you five, you give me two M Ms, I give you one M M&M M back, you give me three dollars. I said Bernie, I Bernie, Coke, we call I said it, Bernie, how's it going? I said Bernie, it's it's Walter. It's Walter. <laughs> I'm uh, saying, uh, no, Kanye the, new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, Kanye, Kanye. She's talking about her, 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 her hookup, her romance with Kanye, which started on January first. I want to, I, I say January first because it's today's January 18th. It's going to release on like the 20th, I believe. Yep. So. Uh, she was doing a magazine a couple days ago, which would make her like the 15th that came out. On January 15th, when they started dating January 1st, she was talking about how she's moved out of her place and moved in with Kanye and fallen in love, and it's the greatest romance ever. And she wants to counter the uh, black-white culture, cancel culture world that we're living in. And what does that mean, Keith? <laughs> what We're just... Like it's everywhere. Aaron Rodgers is yelling about cancel culture and then playing in front of like thirty-five million people this weekend in football. Joe Rogan is yelling about cancel culture every week. He's got four hours a week on a podcast that pays him three hundred million dollars. What are we talking about? Yeah, it's who's 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 Georgia Fox? Why does she think we're canceling her? This (laughs) has gotten to a point where it's untenable. We can't go on like this. We need we need Russian interference, and like so. And this is also like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, you're wrong. Fuck. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm just sort of like, and I know this is just like a stereotype that existed for for like the 30s or whatever. But if it's just being like, like, you'll never work in this town again, and we'll like we'll tear your name through the presses and whatever. I'm like. Yeah, just like the media used to be able to single-handedly ruin people's careers. Like, how is this any different? If you screw up real bad, they'll end you. It's over. You know, it's, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, it's like we're talking like it's a new thing. I know. That it, it, if at any point in time you screwed up real bad, like society ended you. Like as a as a public figure, you yeah, know. Like that's the other. That's the other thing. Like, like the concept of cancel culture is not new. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're, we, like, we need to end cancel culture. I'm like, I mean, like, I guess maybe you can get caught for more stuff. And I think that everybody's you're, you're realizing. About, you're talking about ending the concept of shame. 
Like, yeah, that's it. But it was just sort of like I was like, it was even at least now it's like audiences that are kind of like doing the canceling versus just sort of like a rich guy who owns a newspaper being like, Let, let's parade your trash a front page in the news. And now you, you can't know, work in Hollywood anymore. Take Aaron that. Sorkin has been yelling about cancel culture for like 30 years. He's opened two two television shows that he's written three about basically about cancel culture and about how like big corporation and big media is like controlling our lives. Uh, you know, Aaron, yeah, buddy, he does it. It's fucking articulate and smart and good. <laughs> the rest of the show is, you know, it's just all. You just, anyways, I just don't like. Why is Georgia Fox talking about cancel culture? Does she think she's going to fix racism? What's this? Like, like, what is that quote? Like, I, I screenshotted it from the interview because I couldn't believe it. Julia Fox, Julia Fox. I was like, you keep saying Georgia, Georgia Fox. Fox. And I was like, I was like, Georgia Fox is a comedian. I was like, like she's was in. Uh, is her name Julia or Georgia? Julia Fox is the right Fox. I was like, I looked up. I was like, Georgia Fox is bringing. Uh, Julia Fox West. She was on. E- Georgia Fox was on ER. Okay. That's why. Okay. <laughs> what? You know, I had, I had a half, I had a half right, but I meant every word I said. She was in Who CSI. the fuck does she think she is? Julia and Fox. She's only highlighting my point. <laughs> Why is she talking about cancel culture? Who's trying to cancel her? I want to know who. No one cares about her. You know, Chris Delia is back. I say I keep saying this to people. You want to know cancel culture doesn't exist? Chris Delia is back. And nobody liked him. Except for like 17-year-old girls, which was entirely the problem. And Justin Bieber. And Justin Bieber, of course. Who could forget? Exactly. That was one of the that was a weird roast. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. Walter's like wrapping up here. He's like, I don't want to be a part so, of this yeah. anymore. So this is go quarantine yourself if we hadn't been uh, clear about it on the count of that it was just three of us just rambling about nonsense. But before we go, nonsense. who's seen nonsense. the Eternals? We had, we had real thoughts. I'm sure one real of our listeners. Shit. Oh, somebody get mad at us and like, the you know. Eternals. Let us know. Cancel let us. Know if you liked it or not. Cancel us. Who's seen the Eternals? The Eternals. I saw, the the Eternals. Eternals. I, saw, I saw the Eternals. Fifty-five minutes. I saw the Eternals. I saw. I saw the Eternals. How'd you like it? Did you like it? Uh, I, I, I wanted okay, to like I'll, it. I'll, okay, I'll talk about the thing that I my favorite thing from the fucking Eternals. Kamal well, Kamal was great. The use, no, the use of the use of Pink Floyd's time at the, right at the <laughs> opening of the movie when I transitioned <laughs> from seven thousand BC. I I personally grade. thought it was John. I Snow. really really like that use of and, and and I'm a big mark for fucking movie soundtracks. And like song usage in movies and shit, and that must have cost a fucking fortune. Like, because you don't you don't see a lot of prominent uses of like, Pink, like Pink Floyd stuff, and especially Dark Side of the Moon stuff, like in yeah in like big movies and shit. So that's like, Disney movie I, money flaunted. Yeah, I like the like it must have cost a fortune, and like it didn't even matter. It's like a drop in the bucket, right? Yeah. Five well, mil. That, that was that was the. I mean, you know, I don't know if you ended up ever seen Cruella. Like Cruella is is just a. A, yeah, a I get late, that. A I late, that, a late seventies playlist, like sure, throughout the that's entire fine, film. But, but like, dark side like that, like a, a, a big track off of dark side. Yeah, you don't get it a lot. Probably. Yeah, I no. uh, I uh, thought the movie should have been a television show. Yeah, I I agree. I also what. That's the nicest thing I could say about it. <laughs> well, yeah, if the characters had like, I, we kept Sarah and I kept forgetting about characters. We're like, oh yeah, there's the fast one. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and you're just sort of yeah, like, well, and sort of like I, I, no one can do it except for like 
Festus. And I'm like, who? And I was like, oh, yeah, Paperboy from Atlanta. Like, you know, like he hasn't been in the movie for an hour and a half at this point. Yeah, he's, the, he's the key. He's the key. But we need to go see him. And I'm like, because uh, he wanted to invent train engines in Mesopotamia. So this is how he's going to save the day. And the one thing that I like, so two things I couldn't get my head around from how it's supposed to exist in the MCU, right? So it exists in the MCU. Like all they, 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 they reference, I could lead the Avengers, blah, 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 blah. So first of all, I'm like, is a giant man trying to climb out of the ocean not an Avengers level threat? Mm. Like, that doesn't Stark Industries have like someone? It happens like, so a lot quickly. It happens so fast. <laughs> But they, they, they get anywhere pretty fast in all the other movies. Like, no, so nobody shows up. Like I know Iron Man's gone happen, and whatever, but so I'm like, the, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Someone should like call them and be like, mm, maybe check the man climbing out of the ocean. <laughs> nobody, nobody saw. Listen, nobody, nobody noticed. Saw. Though we nobody. only found out on the news the next day. There's a planet-sized man emerging from the sea. It was. It, it came as a shock to us too. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I, maybe. I, I kept thinking, I'm like, oh man, every movie now they're gonna have to acknowledge this fucking planet-sized man. Like, yeah, exactly. They're gonna have to acknowledge like the snap, like when they when they pan and when they when they do anything in space and zoom out, you're gonna have the man like, in the ocean. And the other one was, is I was like, this celestial. We start, we start, I want to, I want to plant like new globes in like high school classes that feature with the feature like the, feature the, the dude coming out. Of it. <laughs> and the other thing that I had like a not like like a conceptual issue with was I was like Arishrem, right, the ancient celestial, who's like, so here's my thing: I plant seeds in intelligent planets. And then when there's enough intelligent people, my babies pop out, right? Like that's his plan. It's it's so fucked up. No, but, but it's so fucked up when you first watch it, you're like, what? What? Like you're like, what? What's happening? And then when you say it out loud. But then it gets even crazier because he's like, you know what? No exceptions. Humans need to die. That's still my go-to. But I'm like, wait a second though. Literally, humans got together. Humans got together, made a little gang and put back 50% of the population of the universe. All of your fucking projects were at like 50% capacity a couple years ago because Thanos disintegrated them. There wasn't enough intelligent life on any planet. He cut them in half. So yeah. every one of your other planets was now like set back thousands of years. Couldn't you be like, yeah, let's cut humans some slack because it was just humans that brought all those people back. So all those other planets nah. are still going to ash. He's like, no, nah. no. Nah. No exceptions. Kill nobody, them. Nobody cares. Have this robot climb out of it anyway. We can't stop this. <laughs> I was like, really? They can't get a pass for like, you know, returning half of the... If your whole thing is you feed somehow off of intelligent creatures, Thanos got rid of half of them. They brought back half of them. They doubled your like, your planet birth supply. Yeah. And it was humans that did it. And he's like, nope, still blow up that planet. Doesn't matter. No gratitude from giant Arishem or whatever his name is. And then uh, Tyler shared this thing uh, a couple weeks ago or whatever where it was like, it wasn't his joke, it was someone else, but it was like, my favorite moment in Marvel movies is where some guy shows up after the credits and says, I'm Blorco. And everybody's like, yay! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Piggybacks off of like Walter a couple days ago. Like, like somebody was talking about co the comic book of something, and he was like, oh, these these are based off a comic book? <laughs> the, the, I, thought the movies, I thought the movies inspired the comic books. 
once again. Which is just a great troll. Like, it's yeah. such a... Especially no, like, if you know people are talking about the comic books, to come in with, like, an authentic... <laughs> oh, these are not... Oh, wow! They're not... Just the comic please. books aren't, like, adaptations of it. And it was cool. Those moments were cool when it was, like, Thor. And everybody knows Thor. But now they're like, I'm Star Fox, brother Eros, to Thanos. And you're like... Okay. Oh yeah, that beloved guy. <laughs> you know, like, like even as a kid who like reads the comics, I'm like, this is nobody. This is no one's favorite comic character. Like it's, I guess we pop for the fact that it's Harry Styles being the guy. But I'm like, who just walked in here is no one. Like nobody's um, favorite comic character is Eros, aka Star Fox, brother to Thanos. He's got, he's got a sidekick, and so it's great. And like same thing too with like when when they open up and like uh, Jon Snow is like, oh, I haven't been entirely truthful about my past either, and he has like a sword or whatever. And I was like, so I was like, who's that? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't, just some sword guy, again. I guess. Like, yeah, uh, it like, turns uh, out uh, it's uh, the Black Knight. And, like, and then and then the voice off screen is apparently Blade. Yeah, you're like you're like supposed to recognize. Like, I, I am like, excited for Blade, and not to and not sure. to you know not not to sound like that guy, but I thought it was Nick Fury. It could have been. <laughs> Doesn't matter, but it was like an off camera voice, and, and apparently like, it's not even going to be Blade. Snipes. It's not even going to be Snipes as Blade. Apparently, no, it's a Mah- Mah- Maharasha Ali. I want to say it. The, they the they should have kept Snipes. He has nothing else going. He's just, I think he's a bit too old for the part. I hope they work no, with some, some some other format. Um, Hopefully. He could be like a an older guy. Did okay, you, did, I think... Did you guys watch What We Do in the Shadows, like the TV show? No. I mean, no. One of the greatest, one of the greatest parts in it is they're, they're, they have a vampire council. And like Wesley Snipes is there, but he's like Skyping in. Not like he's, But it's like he's Blade. But like he's only half a vampire. Like doing this whole entire bit. I was like... I love that Wesley Snipes on Skype is in this as a half vampire. It's good times. The um, <clears throat> what are you saying though? Uh, I was I was just saying I think when Marvel is funny because like I think Guardians of the Galaxy the they're all going to be the same, right? Like I, I'm interested in, in Guardians of the Galaxy the most. Uh, no, for uh, sure. But I, I think I'm the Guardians of the Galaxy tricked Marvel, like the success of Guardians of the Galaxy thinks they can do the Eternals now and everyone's going to love it. Because like, they were like, nobody knew who the Guardians were and now everybody loves them. But I'm like, oh, and the other, a little bit, the a little bit of like James Gunn is not nothing and it was a little a little bit of lightning in a bottle. The movie, the movie never felt like it started. After, yeah. after they do the, the reveal, like after they do the Harry Styles reveal, it goes back to the credits, but now it's playing this like jaunty kind of like uh, soft rock seventies hit that yeah. sounds more like it's from like the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy fucking. The score in the beginning was awful, awful. Yo, but then they the have the fucking, the, the but then they have the Pink the Floyd song, bro. It's the fucking best. But then there's the Pink Floyd song, bro. Time by Pink Floyd. <laughs> Don't I? I, I went. Into, I had a whole fucking ten minute thing about it, bro. What are we talking? About? No, I respect that. Yeah, no, it was, I, it was I, I think it's amazing. I think that was like probably the first real big misfire out of the MCU. Like like a real big. I was like, oh, this is no. Some this of it was okay. Some of it was fine, but yeah, it, like at its best, it was fine, right? I like, saw that's... a funny. I saw a funny should've tweet. Been a TV show should have been a TV. Oh, show. actually, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely should have been a TV show with like one episode devoted to each character. Yeah, and then they, you know, the end. It felt like I, I a funny pig. It, I saw... it felt like a. It felt like a less well executed uh, Umbrella Academy almost. Yeah, kind of, and also like. <laughs> 
Nobody addresses Chris, some did of the shit. Did you see Academy? Yeah, I did. I did. I, I also uh, I, I saw good soundtrack in that, that too. Someone said that the um, Eternals was if what happens if Marvel made a DC movie. But it did. It, it had the same problem that Justice League did, where you're trying to introduce too many bit. shit. So a little bit, like, yeah. <laughs> like where you're like, what, yeah, Cyborg you, and Flash don't make any more. sense. Because see, I enjoy Justice League more than I enjoyed. No, but Cyborg was just a bad actor, though. Oh, which Justice League though? Snyder cut. Bad or... actor. It's not. Are we talking Snyder cut Justice League? Snyder. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Put bad acting in the movie? What am I? What am I? <laughs> Snyder cut was just. Spider Cat should have been a TV show. What am I? What am I, look, look, I sent a bereavement card to Zach. I'm not a monster. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, hey, man. Hey, hey, Zach. Hope you and the old lady have hey, doing okay. I hope you guys are all right. Don't worry. Don't worry. Your other baby's in good hands, Zach. Don't worry about it. All oh, right. Jesus Christ. What? Awful. I'm so bad. Anyway, lockdown continues here in Montreal. <laughs> are we on lockdown still? Yeah, uh, well, no, well we don't have over, a curfew, baby. but we're still not allowed to, to be at each other. I'm going out to the Clizzub after this club disown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope like are people in like I hope I hope everyone's staying safe. Yeah. I saw somebody on the on the Reddit, the Montreal Reddit, be like, hey, what's the rave scene like in Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> the rave scene? Yeah, yeah, he's like he's like, I'm from I I I spent the last few years in London. He's like, What's the rave scene like here? And I, I wanted to reply, I'm like, now? Probably not bad. Probably not bad. It's probably really. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, with no clubs, we're, we're just not in it. We're just not yeah, exactly. That's it. Like I, I've been told it. about. We're just not I've in been it. told about <laughs> several like speakeasies, and I was like, wow. I don't want to go to one of your. I don't want to go to like Episode this weird prohibition. Chris and Walter get into the rave scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a that's a that's a movie. <laughs> opening no, listen, line, opening, part of opening, the opening line, opening line of dialogue, bro. I don't think I'm gonna fit in this. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, that's it's perfect, right? Let's just go Keep. quarantine yourself. Stay safe, everybody. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.